I didn't know what it meant to have a relationship with Jesus Christ. It wasn't until 18 years old, I was being a drug dealer on the streets. I was selling tons of marijuana, doing all kinds of crazy things, saying that's not okay. And you're never coming back on my stage again. And I was fully okay with that consequence. If that's what it meant to build the kingdom of God. On today's episode, I actually want to talk about a quite controversial subject. Can you do ministry and marketplace at the same time? Meaning, can you mix faith and business into one? In the 2000s, early 2000s, Billy Graham prophesied, and he said, quote unquote, I believe that one of the next great moves of God is going to be through the believers in the workplace. And that's what Billy Graham said. And I believe that we are living that right now, that the next move of God is happening in the marketplace. And this was really interesting, too, because uh, this actually started in 1975 when Bill Wright, founder of Campus Crusade for Christ, and Lauren Cunningham, founder of Youth with a Mission, both evangelism ministries to students met for the very first time. And God spoke to those two leaders as well. And you'll see this happen a lot in the ministry world. Uh, in the gifts of the Spirit, there are prophetics. There are people that operate in hearing from God and prophesying things that are going to happen, and then it happens. And typically when you have several great leaders that aren't tied to one another in any way all hear the same thing from God and speak it in different scenarios, that's usually a sign that something is going to happen. And they uh, spoke to those leaders and said they need to equip leaders in seven key areas, business, government, arts, entertainment, media, education, family, and the church. And these are the areas that define our culture as we know it, if you think about it. So I think it's often a controversial subject when it comes to ministry and the marketplace. And I know I struggled with this growing up because my story is kind of crazy. Like my grandfather was a Catholic priest growing up and I didn't really have a relationship with God. I didn't really know God and have a relationship with Jesus. Like my grandfather was a priest and I wanted his approval and I wanted to hang out with him sometimes. So I'd go to his church now and then I became like an acolyte and I wore these black robes. And honestly, it was a really boring church service. And I didn't know what it meant to have a relationship with Jesus Christ. And it wasn't until 18 years old, you fast forward many years, I was being a drug dealer on the streets, I was selling tons of marijuana, doing all kinds of crazy things, and I got in trouble. And part of what happened is God's hand totally on it. I got an opportunity to go through a pretrial intervention program that would expunge my record and basically wouldn't ruin my future. Part of that pretrial intervention program I had to go serve 60 hours of community service. I was living in North Myrtle Beach, South Carolina at the time, and there was a church there called Barefoot Church. And my mom was starting to get involved with this church, and I went and talked to some of the church leaders and said, hey, I have to do community service. Can I do this with you guys? And they said, absolutely, we'd love to have you. So I'm doing community service at this church at 18 years old. And there was like this like worship night service they were having, probably like a Wednesday night. And I was there to like vacuum up afterwards. I had been painting and power washing all day and working on little projects. I even fixed a toilet while I was there. And they were worshiping just all out. Just the presence of God was all over the place, but I didn't have a relationship 
with Jesus yet. And I'm 18 years old. I'm in the back of this back road, just kind of waiting on them to clear out so I can finish up for the night and go home. And the presence of God fell upon me. And if you know anything about the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit fell on me. I hit the ground. I was out just in a worship service, didn't know what happened. And I woke up and I'm like, what happened? And they're like, son, I think the Holy Spirit fell on you. And I didn't know what that was. And I began to get educated in that. And I gave my life to Jesus Christ and I got baptized and all of these things happened. Then I begin to go back to my old ways and the habits of the world and my old circles. And I was trying to make something of myself and chasing money and chasing business and letting the world conform me. And I started to drift away with my relationship again. I stopped going to church and at 24 years old, I had this Kairos moment and God visited me in a dream. And he said, Cody, you won't let go of the old you. And until you do, you'll never become the man that I have called you to be. And I woke up, it was March 23rd. I believe it was 2019 at the time, and maybe it was 2018. And I got down on my knees and I cried and I wept. And I said, Jesus, I don't want to do this on my own anymore. Give my life to you fully. I surrender and I submit to you. Now, I tell you guys this for a reason because it's part of my testimony. Because what happened after is 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 crazy. I, I was humbled to everything in my life. I was searching for more. I felt that God had a call in my life, but I trusted him with it. And I've always felt called to business. I've always felt called to wealth creation. It's always come natural to me. I mean, I could do a whole podcast episode with you guys about how I built a seven-figure business on the street selling marijuana and how I had to give all of that up after this dream. And I sacrificed everything that I had attached my identity to, crumbled to, being on my knees with nothing, living in my sister's basement to then God lifting up my life and taking me on the journey that he's taking me on today to build the businesses I have, to do the amazing things that I'm doing in the world. And And there was this confliction that happened in that season of my life, you see, because I fully gave my life to Jesus and I feel called to build the kingdom of God as it is on on earth as it is in heaven. But I also feel called to building business and making wealth. And a lot of the churches that I went to, those two don't go together. They make you feel bad for making money. And it wasn't until I moved to San Diego, California, and I found the church that I still now attend, Awaken Church, and that I got in rooms with men that were building the kingdom of God in ways that I had never seen while at the same time running businesses, pastors that didn't need the tithe money because they went out in the marketplace and they were building wealth. They were taking territory. They were shifting culture and they were pastoring at the same time. It was nothing I'd ever seen before. So I'm going to bring this full circle back to can ministry and marketplace be two in the same. Absolutely. In fact, the next move of God is happening in those seven spheres of influence I mentioned earlier. And business is one of the most influential culture-affecting, culture-shifting places in the entire world. Business shapes our world. Think about it. You spend more time at your job than you do with your family. 
Therefore, the environment that you're in at your job has more of an effect on you than even your home because more of your time and your energy is spent in that ecosystem and in that environment. On top of that, marketplace shifts everything. It's capitalistic world, whether people have been it or not. That's how we're designed to learn and to grow and to create and business and transactions and all of that. God gave me a vision. I want to tell you guys something really cool, a cool story. I have a friend named Daniel. Um, He's another amazing man. He's a serial entrepreneur, real estate investor. He attends the same church as me. We've grown as good friends. And he had a, there's a book called Your Perfect Day Formula. And he wrote down his perfect day and he had wrote down that he always wanted to own an acai bowl shop in Pacific Beach. And Pacific Beach is an amazing place out here in San Diego, but it's also like the college party beach. And uh, Daniel lives down in that way, and he's done really well in real estate and all these other things. And finally, just a few weeks ago, maybe a month now, he bought his acai bowl shop. He bought it business from a friend of his, and now that dream was finally coming true. And here's what I thought was the coolest thing ever. Daniel invited a select group of friends. We're all entrepreneurs. We're all on fire for Jesus. We're taking territory. We're building business and we're building the church through that. And he invited us down to his business the day that the escrow cleared, everything cleared, and the business was officially his And we worshiped in his business. We worshiped God and we raised our hands up and we anointed the place and we prayed over Daniel and we laid hands on him. And I I wanted to share this with you guys because while we were praying for Daniel, God showed me a vision. I'm going to close my eyes right now just to fully go back to the vision that he showed me. He showed me a vision of altars going up all around the world that were businesses and he showed me that that our businesses that we create are actually opportunities to build altars to build the kingdom of God on earth as it is in heaven. And we were talking with Daniel, you know, on one side of his business is like a bar. And then on the other side is like, um, it's like a kid's play area. And how it was very interesting because Pacific Beach is so contrasting where you have this huge party scene and then you also have families there that are just trying to build their life with their family and they just love the area. And it's this like major contrast. And I saw this vision of like Daniel taking over this, this, the mad beat, this acai bowl shop and health food. And how he was actually building an altar in a lighthouse in the darkness. And, and I saw this like vision of businesses just spreading all around the world, like lighthouses going up in the darkness. And I believe that there's a calling on Christians right now to build successful businesses, to take territory. I mean, guys, let's just be real right now. The world has gone in a direction that's not okay. I mean, kids are being brainwashed every single day. It's just started Pride Month like yesterday. They're indoctrinating our children into perversion and twisted ideas. Kids are growing up not even knowing who they are anymore, losing touch with, I don't know what sexuality I am or this or that. I walk into stores now and I see so many young people that just, they're, they're broken and they're lost because the businesses that have the most influence in the world have given into darkness. 
And that darkness has been flooding the world, but I see lighthouses going up. I see companies coming up in the world, new networks forming where we don't have to watch Disney and all of these other corrupt, woke agendas because there have been Christians that are building successful businesses and territory and conquering and, and saying, Hollywood, this isn't okay. We'll build our own Hollywood that will have core values that'll be right and that will be just. And I just feel like I talk to so many Christians and they've like given in. They're like throwing in the towel. They're like, yeah, the the end of days are coming. You can see it everywhere. The world's going to crap. I don't even want to raise children in this world, blah, 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 blah. And I'm just looking at them like, that is not the spirit of God. We have a living God, the most powerful being in the entire world that created you in his image and his likeness. The one that, that, that took David, a small shepherd boy who defeated Goliath, a giant with a slingshot and a rock. And you're just caving in, folding in the towel. No, my friend, we, we are the Davids in the world and God will equip us to conquer the giants in this world. But the next move of that happening is actually business. It's in marketplace. And we need more Christians standing up and taking territory in the name of Jesus Christ, shifting culture. And if we don't do that, we are going to let Satan take over. And remember, Satan wants to steal, kill, and destroy you. That is his agenda. And, And I just believe that something really cool is happening right now that ministry and marketplace are merging, that you don't have to be a pastor or a worship leader or a broke missionary to build the church, to build the kingdom of God, that if the calling on your life is to build wealth, to go build successful multi-million dollar businesses that you can build the kingdom. And you know what? Someone's got to write the checks. Someone's got to take territory and industries and draw a line in the sand and say, we're not going to do that woke agenda. I built this multi-million dollar business. I own the building. I serve my customers and my clients, and I don't need to conform to the world and bring this LGBT woke pride agenda into my business. That doesn't align with my core values. I'm going to draw a line in the stand. I'm going to stand my ground. I'm going to have my core values. And if more Christians just took territory and built their businesses, we wouldn't have the world in the place that it's in right now. So I'm calling all Christians out there that feel a call in their life or businesses, or I'm going to call you out right now. If you are a Christian who owns a business, who is highly successful, who goes to church, who loves God, loves Jesus, wants to raise your kids right in the world, but you're quiet, like chirping birds, whenever it comes time for you to speak out and to be bold about your faith, you're just as bad as the people that are on the other side that are atheists, that hate God, that are pushing the woke agenda. You're too scared to be bold about the conviction that God has put on your heart and what you know is right. You're scared of losing money. You're scared of losing contracts. You're scared of losing customers. You're scared of losing clients. And you're letting the things of this world keep you from truly following Jesus. I don't, I don't build my business out of fear. I've had so many people come up to me. I've been at events. I was at this event one time and 
I was a guest speaker. I travel and I speak all over the United States. And uh, I got asked to speak on this really big stage. And the Holy Spirit convicted me to pray over every single person at the event. And this by no means was a Christian event. This was a business event. I was there to talk about marketing and I was brought in and I was compensated. And I knew that there was a chance that the person that was putting that event on would get extremely upset with me for bringing Christianity and religiousness into the event. But the Holy Spirit prompted me that there were people in that room that needed prayer. So I prayed and I was obedient to what I heard. And I knew there was a chance when that got done, that person coming up to me saying, that's not okay. And you're never coming back on my stage again. And I was fully okay with that consequence. If that's what it meant to build the kingdom of God, when I felt a conviction from the Holy Spirit to do it, I will always be obedient. And you know what? I prayed over that entire room. And you know what people came up to me afterwards and said? not how great my marketing presentation was or this or that. They said, thank you. Thank you so much for praying for us. I've never seen anyone do that before. Your prayer spoke to me. I needed to hear that. And we had amazing conversations and it sparked other conversations with people. And they're like, I I just struggle with like sharing on social media and talking about God and Jesus and my business and like this and that. And it gave me opportunities to minister to them, to stop worrying about what the world thinks. You are a child of God. You are called. You are highly favored. There will never be another you in the world. Do not be afraid of of the conformity of this world. Trust God. Does he not provide in every single way provisionally for you if you just trust him? And it's really cool because luckily the person at that event didn't get upset with me. They actually were really glad that I did that. And I had uh, someone the other day call me up, a friend of mine, and they said, hey man, I want to talk to you. I see you talk about Jesus a lot and your content and your social media and you're really strong with your faith and Christianity and and I struggle with that. They're like so they started asking me about it. they're like so like does your business suffer because of that? And and it was interesting cuz I sat and thought and I I can remember one specific time I went into a event that I spoke at it was a virtual event online on Zoom. I got brought in. I'll I'll go into a lot of high-level masterminds and I'll speak to their groups. And uh, I'm bold about my faith. I'm not shy about my relationship with Jesus. And uh, my call to action was to book a free marketing consultation call with me about your personal brand. And I got a ton of calls booked. And uh, there was, uh, I won't say her name, but there was a lady that booked a call with me. And we got a call and we had a great call. And uh, at the end of the call, she said, you know, I'd really like to work with you, but uh, I really just don't like how you talk about Jesus so much. So I don't think it's going to be a good fit. That's the only time I can ever think in my five years of doing this business that I've ever had someone flat out tell me they don't want to work with me because of my boldness about my faith. But on the other side of that, I've had dozens upon dozens of people come work with me, spend tens of thousands of dollars with me. And I'll ask people, hey, why did you hire me? Why did you take me on? There's other good companies. And I've had over half of them tell me, I love how bold you are about your faith. I love who you are, Cody. I love that you stick to your core values no matter what. I align with you. And you know, I'm a, I was a young guy. I'm still a young guy, but I'm almost 30. And in the early years of doing all this, like I made mistakes. I learned as I go, but I've always had a heart posture where I'm going to 
be genuine. I'm going to be real and I'm going to give people everything I have and I'm not going to hold back. I'm not going to be disingenuous. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to facade. I'm going to be true to that. And the fruit of that has been amazing. Like God has blessed my business in so many ways. Like I have made more money than I ever thought would be possible by this age. I have made more money than than my parents' parents' parents have made probably combined at once because of my obedience to building the kingdom of God. And that always comes first. So I felt a conviction to talk about this on this podcast episode because I think there's a lot of people out there that are on the fence and you don't have to be on the fence, guys. Like you can build the kingdom of God and build your business. You don't need to be scared about the woke agenda of this world. What you need to be is true to the convictions and the beliefs that you have and not afraid of the repercussions. I would be more afraid of what the world looks like if you don't. I mean, the minute they took God out of schools, when I was a kid, we uh we said the pledge of allegiance and you know, it mentions God in the pledge of allegiance. And then I remember when they removed that that we weren't allowed to say that cuz it says God. I remember being a kid coming up in public school when we like had Christmas things and this and that. And then I remember in school, like this thing happened because we had uh, like a kid that like they didn't believe in Christmas or like Jesus or any of that. So they removed it from our school. And now I look at schools and kids and it's, they're broken, they're lost. Like the moment they took God out of schools, schools started falling apart and this woke agenda started happening and it started literally brainwashing the children. And guys, I'm not just saying this to push my agenda, judge a tree by its fruit. Go look at the world, go talk to kids, go, go speak. They have so many issues. They're, they're suicidal. They have mental health issues. They're depressed. They're stressed. They're anxious. They're confused. Like that is the fruit of us removing God from education. Look at government. Our freaking country's falling apart right now because we removed God from it. And there was this big thing that happened where the church stopped being involved with leadership of the world. And the moment that happened, man, did things start going sideways. Do I think the church should, should run the country? Absolutely not. But do I think they should have some influence? Do I think that our leaders should have the fear of the Lord? 100%. Because the moment man stops fearing God, the moment man starts stepping into his own agenda and starts giving into demonic oppression in this world and being consumed by things that are not pure of heart and that have ulterior motives and agendas that just take things in a whole nother direction. Obviously, this is my opinion on things, but uh, you know what? This is my platform. This is my podcast. This is my show. And I really feel that God wants me to speak what he puts on my heart and to not hold back out of fear of people not listening to my show, out of fear of people not doing business with me. But I truly believe, Christians, we got to be bold. And if that means me leading by example for you, to inspire you, to motivate you, to influence you, to stop sitting on the sidelines and watching the world just go in a downward spiral, then fine, I'll go first. I'll lead from the front. I'll take the blows. That's fine. But I hope it inspires some of you to stand up and to start bringing the word of God, the, the just the power of God and the kingdom and the church. We're called to make disciples. We're called to be fishermen of men. I hope this inspires you to bring that into your workplace, into your business. And I want to say, guys, it's not just for business owners. I talk a lot about business owners because that's the world that I'm in. Like if you 
work at a grocery store and you're a checkout clerk, like you have opportunities every single day to minister to people, to just like share your testimony with people, to get to know them, to love on them, to, to just have opportunities to disciple them. And I just wish that we saw more of that in the world. I think the world would be such a better place if we did that. So uh, this is call for you guys. I would love to hear your thoughts on this. I would love to hear what some of you think around ministry and marketplace. And uh, you guys can hit me up on social media and let me know.